It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, it's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour, Angie. You're looking fabulous. Oh, you look fabulous no, as always, too. Very beautiful, Angie. Thank you. So, ooh la la. Ooh la la la. I learned from you the other night the difference between ooh la la. There's shocked ooh la la. Ooh la la. And then there's turned on ooh la la. Ooh la la. Oh. It gets all breathy. <laughs> and that's only when you really breathy. I love together. it. That's... I love it. Breathy together, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> let, let's just say right away, if you want to call up and chat with us tonight, 855-905-8255 or email us anytime at therendezvousshow.com. We are going to read some emails later, talk to some people later as well. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you about this study, Simon. Okay. There's a new study that says the average person will have sex a grand total of 5,778 times before they die. Is that too high or too low? <laughs> That's great news for me because that leaves me a few thousand more yet before Please. before before I get there. You are there. such a liar right now. <laughs> no, what do you mean? I, five thousand? How many times? I would five thousand seven hundred seventy-eight. I would have thought for sure that that number you would have hit that number at like twenty-two. <laughs> Where, uh, <laughs> not anywhere close. <laughs> and she, no, I think I don't know exactly the number. That's a lot of time. Five. It th- is a lot. It is a lot. Do you think you've made love five thousand times? I don't think Please. so. Please, at least three times over. No, fifteen thousand no, times. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, you and Jason are busy. <laughs> yeah, we're very busy. Wow. Yeah, no, no, not even close. But <laughs> I hope to get there one day. Yeah, I mean five thousand times. Want to be like you when I grow up? <laughs> uh, so that part of the other part of the study as well was that they were talking about how many times the average person falls in love in their lifetime. And I want to ask you about that when we come back. Are you ready to talk about uh, that? I am ready to talk about that. Okay, cool, because we have some things to talk about. Yes. And we'll hear about that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Angie. Bonsoir. Another lovely evening I get to spend with my Simon, my no, French fry, my yeah. French crepe. Your humble servant. I, ooh, I like that, too. Before <laughs> before we went to break, we were talking about a couple of studies. One talking about how the average person will have sex a grand total of 5,778 times before they die. I want to know who is counting, by the way. Um, <laughs> That's a great point, Angie. Yeah. <laughs> Who's counting? How big is that bedpost? How many notches did you fit in there. Um, And the other part of this study, which I find really interesting, asks the question, how many times have you fallen in love? Um, They're saying the average person falls in love in their lifetime six and a half times, 6.5 times, somewhere, you know, six or seven times. What do you think, Simon? How many times have you been in love? So I fell madly in love three times, honestly. Three times. One at 13, one at 17, one at 20, 21. 13 was your first love, I take it? Christabel, absolutely. You I still th- think about her? I, I, well, I, I still tell her I love her with all my heart. Do you still talk to her? Yeah, we, we still we are very good friends. She's married uh, with three kids. And I love we are that. St- very good friends. And she tells me always, you know, I love her with all my heart. Je t'aime de tout mon cœur. When we see each other in Paris for breakfast, uh, every time I go to Paris, she looks at me and I look at her. We were 13 years old yesterday. It's Aww, magic. Oh, I love that. Is she still beautiful? She is. And does her husband know that you yes, of course. have Patrick, breakfast? Yes, of course. <laughs> and and I know him and, and, and their kids is wonderful. So totally transparent. We would not have dinner, but it's breakfast uh, at my hotel. 
That is so, so great. And the last time you were in love, you were you said 22? 21, 22. Okay. And not since then. And you No, know, but I'm looking for love. So tell oh. me again that number, Angie. You said people- Six and a half times. Well, that would give me another three times. But uh, don't I just you, need one. You just need one. One, Angie. We're going to find you one. I'm, I am. My heart has to beat again. So I am, oh. I am, I am looking forward to have this sound. Did you sound. hear that? Did no. you hear what he just said? He said, my heart has to beat again. It does. Put me on the floor. It does. I oh hope one gosh. day I'm counting on you. And, and to, that is to, the sweetest. Yeah, no, it's true because uh, you're married and happy and your heart beats every day for Jason and vice versa. When you're single like me, and it's it's good too, but you're looking for that feeling that I had three times in my life mm-hmm. and, and that I miss dearly. You're chasing that high. Uh, the high and also the love. The love, the long love. Yes. The, the comfortable. Well, I would like to finish the other half of my life with somebody wonderful. Just a companionship and love and all of that is so the great. The love and the lovemaking. I've been in love a few times in my life. You've been in love three times? I think it was three times. Maybe three, maybe four. Uh, definitely my first love, uh, my high school boyfriend. What was his, what, wait, wait a his minute. His name was Steve. What did it look like? Uh, Steve was dark haired, you know, tall, dark and handsome in high school. Um, And then he dumped me. Because he was Why? my, he dumped me. He was my first everything. So I lost uh. my virginity in eleventh grade to him. We were both virgins, and once he had figured out how to do it, he was out the door. Shame. Because there's so many other girls, he has to sample the menu. <laughs> so I was completely <laughs> devastated, and I didn't do it again until I was like 22. Because in my mind, Are you serious? once you have sex with men, they leave. That's what was my, oh. you know, because that's all the only thing I had to compare it to. Eventually, obviously, I got over that. Um, I fell in love again. Um, <laughs> Mid twenties, I fell in love. Who was he? Um, his. I don't even want to say his say name. It, I don't want to say it. Um, <laughs> oh, his name was Ken. Oh gosh, it still makes me angry because he was so mean. And then uh, you said, "I love you, Ken." Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And um, then there was uh, another one and another one. And then there was Jason. <laughs> that's a bit, Rolling right along. That's a bit easy. So do you remember the other two? We're going to be old. Of course I remember because one of them was a fiance. I was engaged once before. So what was his first name? His first name was Tony. Tony. And I loved him. And we were engaged. I was just too young. I just was not ready. And he was ready for children and everything. I believe um, the last Christmas we spent together uh, we were engaged, mm-hmm. uh, not yet married. His mother for Christmas gave me a baby name book, and I think that was what a did baby? it. Baby name book, a book of baby names Ooh, for strange. if we should have a baby. Oh, I have this book wow. of names ready to pick a name. Wow! And I was so terrified of that. I think it was mm-hmm. the nail, the final. Um, but I definitely am in love now and happy. And, and you are next. <laughs> well, I, I'm counting on you. Bring good luck to me to find love again. Oh, That's, you, you know. You are the sweetest thing ever. Well, I don't know, but I'm looking for the sweetest I, thing I, ever. I wish we lived in Utah so I could have several husbands. <laughs> yes, that would be that would be perfect. <laughs> I don't know if they do let the women do that, though. <laughs> I would change the rules. <laughs> we, we'd have to ask Jason. <laughs> I love it. So we're going to talk more about love when we come back. <laughs> it's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonjour. Handsome, my handsome man. <laughs> no, no. I, I want to ask you very something very serious. Okay. Straight Let's get serious. Direct. Let's yes. get serious. You have been fortunate to find the one in your life. Very lucky. This very good looking guy, Jason. How do you know, how did you know it was the one for you? I hate to sound cliche because we hear it all the time, but there is something to be said for when you know you know because there really was something different. However, I feel like I set myself up in life 
to be prepared. I think timing is really everything. Where you are in your life, uh, the things you've learned from mm-hmm. past relationships, yep. what, how you're willing to compromise, what you're really, really wanting. So um, I got married later in life by, some would say later in life, 36 for a woman. Yeah. I had never been married before. But um, when I met Jason and we started dating, we both were at that exact same place in life where we were ready for it. We were ready for love. Uh, we knew exactly what we wanted. We had our careers established we'd had other relationships to learn from yeah and i think we both were at a place where neither of us ever wanted to settle and that's why we had both waited because my husband was also 36 never married and we'd waited for that feeling and that right one but then so if we follow your definition right before jason you didn't feel anything for all the others like that. Not, not that way. Not that way. Not that way. I could not see myself forever with that person. I feel like I had every other thing set up in my life. My life was great. And I was at a place where if someone is going to come into my life, they better have be enhancing it and making our lives together great. And when Jason and I clicked, it, it was on. You know, it's a great thing you just said. I'm so glad you said enhance life because yes. me who's looking for love and for my other half has to also enhance my life. Because your life is fantastic. It, it is. Yes. I'm very, very fortunate and, and very grateful. But it, it really, it has to bring, and I want to admire also yes. my future uh, girlfriend. Yes, and she'll be enhancing yours as well. Exactly. We're going to talk more about that. We're going to talk about uh, how you know when someone is the one and finding love and we have a great email coming up that uh, we're going to talk to somebody on the phone as well so we'll get to that when we return to the rendezvous with simon and angie Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You know, before we went to break, Simon, mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about finding the one and how yes. you are looking forward to one day finding the one for you. I am. And we just got an email while we were talking about it from Jennifer from Philly. She says, I'm listening to you guys talk about Simon finding that woman, the one. Mm-hmm. She wants to know who is the one, what are the qualities you're looking for, who would be the one. And the reason I'm um, I'm going to ask, and I'm really curious too, because I, if you don't mind me saying, your mother is an amazing woman, and I know she's been such an influence on you. Your mother is this strong woman. She is a renowned feminist she in is. Europe, and to have such a strong female influence must influence what you look for in a woman. Absolutely. Uh, my mother, Elizabeth, who has really enlightened my life since I'm born, enlightened. Yes. Uh, she has blue eyes and... and uh, it's, it's almost like looking at the blue sky when you Aww. look at my mom. And she's so calm. And, and I come from, a, you know, parents have been together for 50 years. So she's so calm, no drama, never yell, always listening. So the character, no question, I've enjoyed so much. I look for the same kind of personality. The, the calmness, the feel better, the empathy. But I admire her for her success. And the strength. The strength and the books and the, the intellectual capacity. Right. So the conversation, that's why I love doing this show with you because you're very smart, Angie. It's that the 50% is the physical, the attraction, the fun. But the other physical is to look up the personality and the calmness. And the brain is a turn-on, is it not? Oh, absolutely. It's such a turn-on. Otherwise... You may get bored. Exactly. Right? And if, you, life is long if you're with the wrong person. Sh- la, 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 la. <laughs> la, la, la. We la. say life is short, but if you are with the wrong person, life is long. So that's why maybe, you know, I'm still single. And I think when I found the one that the conversation, that, and I want to look up to her. I have to look yes. up to you if I'm going to marry you. You have to be you. inspired by your mate. We. Oui. 
And that one so. for you is going to be a very lucky one, I think. <laughs> I think so. She's a lucky girl. So we're going to talk more about the one. I know a lot of people wonder about that. We have a caller that uh, I can't wait to talk to. And we'll listen to him next coming up on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Angie. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. We're going to take some calls right now. If you ever want to call, have a question for us, 855-905-8255. So let's go to Chicago, and we have Jordan on the line. Hey, Jordan. Hi. How you doing? Hey, Simon. Hey, Angie. Welcome. Hey, Jordan. Thank you. So what's going on, Jordan? What's your question? Uh, So I was listening, and I heard you guys talking about... Um, you know, finding the right one and how I'm supposed to know if I'm supposed to be with the right one. And I just got engaged about two months ago, and I am kind of having all these weird emotions, and I'm, like, second-guessing literally everything about, you know, things about my job, things about, you know, who I am as a person, but mainly things about this relationship. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know if I'm doing the right thing by marrying her. Whoa, that's heavy. Can I ask why you proposed in the first place? We're both older and we both um, kind of are in a place in our lives where this just seems like the thing that we should You're be supposed doing. to do. <laughs> and so I guess I jumped into it because that's what she wants. And I thought that's what I wanted to. And now I'm thinking, I don't know if I want this. Jordan, um, if you look into your heart, do you think you love this woman with all your heart? Or you think you just love her, but you're not in love with her? Or what exactly is defi- your definition of how much you love her? Le- love to me is someone who I can't be without. And mm-hmm. what we have is really special, but I just don't know. We've been dating for nine months. I don't know if this is... Mm. But Okay, so wait a minute, Jordan. So you just say somebody you can't be without. Can you see yourself without her? Yes, I think I could. I mean, I think I would have to. I mean, you answered your question. I mean, really. And and honestly, and I say this a lot of times with people that call, if you're calling, especially about something as heavy as marrying someone and you have questions, that right there is saying something important to you. That's a red flag right there. And I just feel like in my own life, um, knowing when I was engaged, I could not wait to be my husband's wife. Like, mm-hmm. I could not wait for that day. There wasn't a question in my mind. There was no such thing as cold feet. Like, I felt it with every bone in my body. And I'm not saying that everybody has that exact same feeling, but the way you're feeling would definitely make me reconsider. Yes, I I agree with Angie. I think that cold feet exist. It doesn't mean sometimes you should stop it because some people have got married and stayed together mm-hmm. forever. They were, you know... The thing that really struck me when you said you can see yourself, Jordan, living without her, here's what you got to do. you got to be honest and you got to spare her, right? The right thing to do now is to be honest. If you think about it more and really you can see yourself without her, free her from years of misery. And, and free her up to be with somebody maybe that that's really more suited. To yeah. be with her, yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I just don't want to hurt her. It's going to be way more painful down the road. You know, you got to rip a Band-Aid sometimes. It's either that or, you'll, you, you know, it's not going to work out and, and you're going to resent her and then there's going to be a nasty divorce. Man up. I would say that, Jordan. You know, man to man. Man up and be mm-hmm. honest. Free her from the illusion that you want to be with her forever. As sad as it is, she'll recover. Women always and men recover from the truth. It's yes. the lying. Yes. And it's also, you know, she'll know. If you decide to marry her because you don't want to hurt her feelings, she'll feel 
feel that. You can feel when somebody is not a thousand percent in, and now you've really done some damage. So. Yes, and and if she said, why didn't you tell me that before we got engaged? She said, because you know I felt at the time, and and I really now looking back, I gotta be honest with you, and, and you have to apologize and help the transition, and I would pay also the cost if her, her family paid for the marriage and everything else. You have to take that on, Jordan. Mm-hmm. You have to make a gentleman and make the exit free of cost for her, and 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 be a good man. Everybody is always saying to me in many facets of my life that I need to grow balls, essentially, and it's something that I'm sort of struggling with, and to hear you say it, Simon, is Mm -hmm. something that kind of, it's not, you know, it's not the first time I've heard that, so I just think, I just don't know. (laughs) Keep Simon in your ear, saying, grow balls, grow balls. Just man up. Man up. (laughs) Man up. You know, it's been eye-opening. Good. 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 You know, do the right thing. You'll feel good. She'll feel good. You know, it's everybody has the right to be loved, yes. and we all make mistakes also. And get busy living and, and, and finding right what makes love. you happy, Jordan. Okay? Thank you so much. Thank you. Good luck to you. Be strong. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. That was heavy. Thank you, Jordan. Good Thanks. luck. Bonne chance. Wow. That was a heavy one, but you gave great advice on that, Simon. Thank Seriously. You, yeah. uh, if you would like to call with any heavy questions or light questions, too, we're here <laughs> for you. 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonjour and welcome to The Rendezvous. Yes. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. If you want to call about anything, please do. 855-905-8255. You can hit us up anytime on the website as well at therendezvousshow.com. We've been talking all night about being in love and knowing when somebody is the one. Now let's talk about settling because uh, lots of people do it and 75% of married people say that they settled. How do you feel about that, Angie? I It makes me sad. But I feel like that's why there's so many divorces that happen because I feel like people feel like they have a certain checklist in life. They have to get to this place and be married by here. Then they have to have a baby by this time. And they go in yes. with pressure. And we talked about life being real long when you're with the wrong person. And if you settle, oh my. You know, it's, you, it's, it just remind me what you said. Life can be real long if you're with the wrong person, but mm-hmm. life is real short when you're with the right person, right? It's true, because you're having fun. Exactly. Time flies when e- you have fun. E- exactly. Uh, do you think that, that percentage is so high, I'm shocked, so almost 75% mm-hmm. people... I mean, people don't want to be alone. That's the problem. They're afraid of being alone. And I think that when you really spend a lot of time alone and you're okay with being alone and you're having fun being alone, I think that's when you're at your best version of yourself. And then I think you are at your best version to receive the one when they come into your life because you're ready to give them everything. I totally agree. I mean, you know, I live alone and I'm ready for the next step. But if it doesn't happen for 10 years, it's fine. Yes. Because I'm happy alone, too. So and you'll be ready to receive it because you're happy. And I'm already ready, by the way. You are ready. No, I know <laughs> I, you're ready. I am ready. But if, but if it's not yet, it's not yet. And it's OK. I fear people who's never spent a month alone. Who's go from one relationship to the other. I, I feel and who that. who are you? If you're in one relationship to another, you're always those other people or oh. w- that version of what you were with them. But who are you? Exactly. I think everybody should live alone at one point. Preferably in France, so we can meet someone like Simon and French kiss all day on the street. <laughs> in the south of France. In, <laughs> in Saint-Tropez. Yes, Saint-Tropez. Saint-Tropez, Cannes, Nice, yes. you name it. Yes. I would love that. Ah. Um, that is a perfect point, Simon. So what happens if you meet the one after you're married? 
Oh, 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 that la means you shouldn't have married that person in the first place. Mm-hmm. Ooh la la. That's ooh, the la, la. that's the bad ooh la la. That's the ooh la la. <laughs> that's not the sexy <laughs> one. We'll talk about that coming up on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon. Bonjour, Angie. We've been having a great show talking about love and marriage and finding the one. And how do you know it's the one? Uh, We're going to talk about what happens if you meet the one after you're married. Oh, Oh, no. no, no, no. Oh, no. What are you going to do if that happens? Well, I would think that if you meet the one after you're married, that wasn't the one. Am I right? The one that you're with? Logically, yes. Or can you meet two ones in your lifetime? I think you could probably meet two ones in your lifetime. I don't think you can meet them simultaneously, though. I think if you are in love, that I don't believe that you're open to it. I don't believe you're putting off that signal. I don't believe uh, you're bringing that sort of energy in. Like you mean it's like locked up? Yeah, not locked the emotions, up. It's just, the emotions. You know, if I see, let's say for instance, you're a handsome man. If I see a handsome man, um, I'm talking to him. He's very charming. Normally, somebody maybe I would go for right. if I'm not married. I don't flirt. I don't go extra. I make sure I'm talking about my husband, that he knows I'm in a relationship so he doesn't push it with me. Right. I try to make sure that I am firmly represented as a married, happily married woman. Because happily married woman. Because you're happy, yes. you don't need anything else. Right. You don't need someone else. Right. Let's reverse this to unhappy married. Well, I think you could definitely find your one and after. Afterwards. Yeah. And also, there's a stigma about people said, you know, it's terrible to have a divorce. I would say yes, but maybe it's a chance of a lifetime to yes. find that one yes. once you're divorced. Because why be in something where you know you're going to be miserable for the rest of your life? Life is a one-way ticket, not a round trip. I love that right. saying. So, ooh la la. Ooh la la. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, coming up, we're going to talk more about that. Uh, we're going to have a caller who is saying that she has some things going on. Maybe there is the one outside mm-hmm. the marriage. Uh, we'll talk about that with our caller when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonsoir, Angie. Hello, hello. So we want you to call. We want you to write to us, 855-905-8255. That's the phone number to call. You can ask us anything, anytime at therendezvousshow.com mm-hmm. as well. And we do have somebody on the line who is talking about what we were just talking about, how people you know, can get married sometimes and they settle. And then, oh my gosh, I end up meeting somebody who might be the one. After I get married, which I can't wait to get to this call, uh, from New Jersey, let's talk to Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. Hi, Angie. How are you? Hello. So good. Thanks for calling. Hi, Tiffany. Bonjour. Bonjour. Oh, I I love you guys. You know, I can't believe that you're uh, actually talking about this and uh, about settling. I feel like you're talking about my life. Well, we can't Um, wait to talk to you. So spill it. Yeah, I, you know, I'm I'm in the same exact position. I, I married a guy who is wonderful. He's a wonderful guy. My family loves him. My friends love him. I love him, but I always felt like something was missing. And um, I, I recently met someone who has completely swept me off my feet, and I, and I feel like he is the one. He's my one. And now I'm, I'm stuck, you know, do I keep my vows and stay in this marriage or do I follow my heart and be with this man that I feel like I'm really supposed to be with? This is really difficult. How long have you been married? 
I've been married for two years. Okay. And what do you feel like was the thing that was missing? Something you can't put your finger on or was he, I don't know, not affectionate or not a good conversation? Was there something specific that was missing from him? It's it, it, it's more like that, that feeling, you know, that it, he was wonderful in so many ways. He is a, a great partner, a good So listener. he was good on paper. He was good on yeah, paper, right? A, a good provider of everything that you think sh- you should have in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I had, but there was just that... I, I can't, you know, like, is it the passion thing or just that innate thing that just it, he just consumes your world? And, so, um, and I, just, I never felt that with him, but I, I was like, he's a good man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I would, what I would do if I were you, uh, because I get the grass is greener next door, maybe it's not. Uh, before you break everything, um, which you have the right to do, of course, because it's your life, I would go see a therapist. This question is so deep and so important. It's not about your family liking him. It's not about anything else than, you know, what in you made you say yes and what makes you say no now. And unless you have the exact emotional understanding of what happened, I would not move on the next guy. I would go to a therapist talk to a professional, get help, and mostly also get an understanding of what happened. And if you, both you and your therapist say, you know, you we ready for a divorce or move on, you absolutely have the right to do so. But first you have to understand what's happening. Angie, right. what, what do you think? I agree with that. I, I feel like you do need to talk to somebody about it and get, um, you know, further advice and, and really get to the root of it. I just feel like it sounds like one of these situations where you were really doing a lot to please everyone else because your friends liked him so much and because your family liked him so much and because yeah, he, had, you, he checked off A, B, C, D on what a husband checklist is supposed to be instead of you just really feeling that real love, that real difference between him and every other person you've met. So um, maybe take that into account you know, when you do go talk to somebody about it, but I think that's good advice, Simon. Right. Okay. Right I, I thank you guys. You guys are you guys are wonderful, Simon. I've been watching your show. Thank yeah. you so much. Yes, your show on FYI is great. Thank you so much, uh, by the way, Tiffany, and good luck to you. And let us know how that all goes. Okay. Yes. Best thank of luck. Thank you so much. Thank okay. you. She mentioned your show on FYI. I love your show on FYI and Bed with Simon. Bed with Simon every Tuesday night. Repeat Wednesday and Saturday. Me in a mall on a king-size bed with couples, singles. I love it. Love, life, sex, relationships, secrets. It's like, it's like our show in a bed with you. It, 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 exactly. You know, I want to get you and Jason on the bed. Oh, we'll get in Next bed with time. you. And, yeah, please. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> yes, make sure you check out Simon on the <laughs> FYI channel in Bed with Simon. And you can call us anytime, 855. 855- 905-8255. It's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon. Bonjour, Angie. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. This has been my favorite show so far. I've loved it. Um, Great show, yes. I love talking about finding the one and being in love. Um, and we have an email, by the way. If you ever want to email us, therendezvousshow.com. So, Simon. Mm-hmm. This email comes from Courtney. She says, hey, guys, I love the show, and I have a question for you. What do you think is the most important quality to look for in someone you're dating? Simon, I mean, that's a pretty broad question, though, don't you think? It is. I mean, Courtney, I think three things. Kindness, that goes a long way. Kind person. Yes. Honesty, mm-hmm. which is the ability to tell you, you know, the reality, not just what you want to hear. Right. And finally, a sense of humor. 
Because so if important. you can't laugh together, then it's going to be a long, boring road. Yes. Even if you're smart and serious, right? Even if you're super successful, if you're not laughing in the house, then... Then it's a sad house, am I right? I, it's a, or a boring house. And, and, and you're going to be honest. Listen, as we get old, older... Right, past seventies, eighties, it's going to be a lot about if we're still laughing together right. more than if we're still doing other things. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, the bedroom's not so hot at that point, and you're not as mobile even as a person. So, what do you have left? You have your conversations. That's it, and your sense of humor. Yes, and so you better have that. And also, when you go through hard things in life, in marriage, with family, with career, you're going to need somebody that can lift you up and and have that sense of humor. And get you through those hard times together. So wait a minute. Let's see, Angie, if I, we didn't forget anything. I would say kindness. Yes. Honesty. Yes. And then sense of humor. What would you add? I would also add uh, respect. Respect okay. in, on a lot of levels. Um, respect for uh, privacy, who I am as a person, for my time uh, with my friends. Just respect me. Yes. Let me live my life. You live yours. I'll respect you. Yes. But we'll live it together. I agree totally. And you better be hot in the bedroom. I like that quality too. Well, <laughs> that's preferably. All right. Coming up, we're going to talk some more about this. Uh, coming up on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You can call us anytime, 855-905-8255. Email us whenever you want, therendezvousshow.com. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Uh, bonjour, bonsoir. <laughs> that means how are you, right? No, bonjour means hello, bonsoir, good evening. Bonsoir, I have to remember that. So we have another email, Simon. Okay. Um, this one comes from Matt. <laughs> I love this email. It says, hey guys, I have a problem. My girlfriend has stopped shaving her legs. And it's getting weird. Should I talk to her about it? And if I do, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> what is your advice? I will say this. Women have a thing. I don't know if this is a winter month thing. Um, because what? Well, listen, listen. I'm not saying me. Well, sometimes me. But sometimes <laughs> because you're wearing pants and heavy clothes all the time, it's freezing yes. outside. You're not shaving your legs every single day because nobody's usually seeing them. I try not to make it so there's friction and we're going to start a fire with my leg hairs <laughs> under the sheets. But, you know, sometimes you might get a little extra stubble. This sounds a little bit more like they're hairy. <laughs> Is that a turn off for you, Simon? Let's be real. <laughs> I mean, it, you know it. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah you know it. it uh, listen, I mean, just like I shower twice a day. Yeah. No matter what the season is, right. no matter what happens, I expect you to be clean. I expect you to shave your legs. And I think that's what this is a little bit more because if he's emailing, clearly it's gotten to be a problem. And I wonder if it's a hygienic thing where maybe some other things are being let go. And another thing, Angie, I mean, men have hairy legs by nature. Yeah. If you woman starts to have hairy legs too, it is a little bit confusing. <laughs> You're confused? How does he approach her on that though? Because it's a little sensitive. With a great sense of humor. Yes. So I would just go, Say, hey, we're going to start a fire under the sheets if you don't yeah. shave those legs. Voila, exactly. When it, everything is uncomfortable, that is the greatest way, I think, to bring something so touchy up, especially with us women. We can get be really sensitive sometimes. I, you no, know, let, let, let's be totally real. The shaving, whether it's there or somewhere else on your body, has to be discussed by the two of you. Talk about it and talk agree about and it. stick to it. Okay. We're going to talk more about this shaving, not maybe just the shaving, but how to talk to somebody about an uncomfortable situation in your relationship. Yes. That's coming up on The Run. Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We were talking, Simon, about the break. Mm -hmm. uh, our email that we had was a man talking about how his wife had completely stopped shaving her legs and he was getting grossed out about it. And he didn't know <laughs> how to bring it up to her. 
And that's an uncomfortable conversation sometimes. It certainly can be. Especially when it comes to hygiene. And if it, not only that, but just if you had a habit of doing something and then you all of a sudden stopped, I would kind of wonder what was going on emotionally, what's going on mentally. Are you, are you unhappy? Is something different? What is changing? So I'm going to ask you a question, okay? Because that happened to me. Ask away. I dated a girl who had beautiful long hair. Mm-hmm. One day she came home, I remember like yesterday, almost like Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor, Her. yes. Uh-huh. And like completely just, shaved. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it still looked great, but I was so shocked. And the fact that she didn't tell me anything about it beforehand. So I said to myself, should she have tell me this is what's going to happen to prepare me? I think when it's something that drastic about your appearance, because let's face it, when you fall for somebody initially, their appearance is the first thing you notice and you're attracted to yeah. until you get to know them. Right. Um, so I think when it's something that drastic with your appearance, you might want to give the person you're with a heads up. Like, listen, I know I have this beautiful long hair, but I'm thinking about shaving my head. What do you think? And I mean, ultimately, you're going to do what you want to do because you're an adult, but you might take into consideration the way your partner feels. Absolutely. And I said to myself, when it comes to whether you should shave your legs, whether it's your head, whether it's a mustache, whether it's whatever... In the relationship, talk about it prior and don't hesitate to talk about it with a good sense of humor. Let's role play. Let's say you and I are married. I stop shaving my legs altogether. You're getting grossed out. You come to me. What do you say? I said, Angie, darling, what is going on with your legs? Aren't they gorgeous? What do you mean what's going on with my legs? It's not very feminine to have a lot of long hair. Maybe I don't want to be feminine. Maybe I think it's cool. Are you not happy with me? I love you. I love you too, but your hair, I don't love those long hair. Maybe on you your should legs. shave your legs. No, because I am a man. I'd rather you shave your legs and we go back to the way it was. Why don't we shave each other in the bathtub? Now we're talking. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. See, there you go. That's how you do it. Just make everything happen in the bathtub. Do it with a sense of humor. I think that's a perfect yeah, way to do exactly. it. Exactly. All right. You got so, me, Angie. A little sense I know, right? <laughs> you always get Shocking. me. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More of the rendezvous with Simon and a not hairy Angie <laughs> coming up. This is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I've had so much fun on the show with you today. I've had a lot of fun. I, <laughs> Angie, I always have it. a lot of fun with you. We learn so much about each other yeah. and so much about our listeners. That is true. That it, is so true. With it, all the calls and the emails. It was so great talking to everybody today. Thank you for your calls and your emails. You make the show great. If you want to call us at any time, 855-905-8255. Keep the emails coming with all the questions. Anything you want to ask us, nothing too crazy. Uh, is <laughs> I should say nothing is too crazy. We will answer anything. It's the rendezvousshow.com. Simon, I think if anybody missed you on the FYI channel, they need to check you out. And tonight, because it plays on Tuesday night, on Wednesday night, on Saturday night, in bed with Simon, filmed in a real mall, me with real people yes. talking about relationships and sex and love and breakup and what's in the closet and, and so on. And and you might be next. You might, you know, see me on one of the malls because oh. I changed cities with FYI. So Tuesday night, don't miss tonight. You know, we have it and Saturday. So next, next time I have a, uh, trouble with my husband, I'm going to just stroll through the mall like I don't know you're there and be, and oh my gosh, what are you doing here, Simon? I would love to have you <laughs> and Jason in bed with me. We will come jump in bed with you one of these days for sure. Please do. And if you haven't seen the past episodes, you go to our website, therendezvousshow.com. All my In Bed with Simon episodes are here for you to watch. Guys. And they're so good and they're so funny. And trust me, if you love Simon, I know you do. You're going to love In Bed with Simon. 
Simon even more amazing. <laughs> well, I don't know. We're pretty amazing here, too. We are. We are. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll catch you on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.